let's talk about accountability. So before we encounter a tough problem, we need to be open to it. So we need to go in with a strong mind. Um, and then we're going to compete. We're going to compete in that problem. We're going to try to win, right? Inevitably, we're going to fail. And we're going to fail often. But regardless of what we do, through the failure and competition, we're going to be acting. And that brings me to accountability, which is knowing that my actions not only affect me, but others as well. They say accountability isn't an option. Because regardless of what you're doing or what you are not doing, that thing, that habit that you develop is going to have an effect. And that effect is either going to be positive or negative. But there's always going to be a side effect. So I'm wondering, Hector, knowing this, how do you hold yourself accountable? So holding yourself accountable, it's a skill. It comes from being aware of yourself on your actions. Just self-inquiry, right? Do you think about how you're thinking? And do you think about your... That's the first step. So being accountable really means having empathy and really trying to look around you and look at how you're affecting other people. Simon Sinek, one of the best authors nowadays, also an entrepreneur, motivation speaker, business leader, has a really good comment on this. And this is how it goes. We are not accountable to ourselves. Like... Um, we are accountable to others. As social animals, we feel responsibility to each other. Um, that's just how it works. Um, um, we're not good parents because we decide to ourselves we're going to be good parents. We're good parents because we have a spouse who is a good parent with us and we don't want to let them down. Or we have kids that we don't want to let them down. You know, we don't want to screw it up. Um, you know, you, I can wake up in the morning and always come up with an excuse why I shouldn't go for a run today. Right. Always, right? Sometimes I'm good at it, sometimes I'm bad at it. Um, <laughs> But when I have a running buddy and they're waiting for me, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to ruin their run. Or if I'm actually out there running and I want to slow down because I'm getting tired, I don't want to ruin their run. Right. Where if I'm by myself, I'll come up with an excuse. It's better to save my, protect my muscles today so I can run tomorrow. You know, I'll come up with some great rationalization that makes total sense. And so we're accountable to each other. Yeah. And so the whole point of having other people invested in whatever work you're doing means you're more likely to do it, not because of you, but you don't want to let them down. Right. Um, so that's the value of an accountability partner. So that's really good. Essentially, it's using accountability in your favor, right? It might seem like this is a bad thing that we're always affecting people around us. That we're always affecting, even when we're not acting, that's, there's an effect on other people. But it's actually a good thing because you can use it that to your advantage. So when things get really hard, and we've talked about competition, we've talked about resiliency before, things are going to get hard. There's no way of avoiding that. But you can use this simple accountability affects your advantage. Just think about how many people are being affected by you. I think my actions affect a lot of people, and I honestly think your actions do too, um, and everybody here who is listening to us. But uh, me personally, I think most directly my actions affect uh, my daughter, who I spend a lot of my time with. And one direct um, way that I see that, that it's affecting her is like, the soccer example, right? I'm a soccer player. She saw me play soccer at a men's league when she was, you know, before she was even walking. Um, and now she's played, now she plays soccer and she's in her third season. That's not very surprising based on um, what I was doing. So my actions, uh, what I was doing when she was younger, affected her. And now she also wants to solve, you know, the Rubik Cube and she loves and enjoys biking. None of these things are surprising. 
because I enjoy running. And it's either two things. We either tend to overthink this and we are and we become super worried because we feel like we are putting out so many things that are going to come back to us in a negative way or we tend to under underestimate the power of our own actions and doubt how many people it's actually affecting. Uh, I think at a given moment, um, depending on what you're doing, I think you could be affecting more than six people um, at a time. So, you know, this morning when I woke up, I just, I didn't decide. I just had a lot of energy. In the car when I was driving with my friends to work, I just affected them at the time. Um, but then I had to work and that energy continued and it continued to affect more and more people, um, which was really cool. And I think that happens the same way, whether it is at school, before you get to school and when you wake up, you're affecting yourself. Then it's your siblings when you get downstairs and you're eating breakfast. Um, then you get on the bus and it's everybody in your bus and then you get to the classroom and it's your teacher um, and it's your other peers that are in the classroom with you and then you change to lunch. And now it's everybody in the cafeteria. So just kind of being aware of your surroundings and aware of all the people that your actions are constantly affecting. I think it's very, it's very important and it's very telling. You can certainly tell when somebody is aware of their surroundings based on how they approach their everyday life. So I think that's very strong. And there's even one step further. You were accountable for people in your future. So you're, you're being accountable right now by... Things that you can't even, that are not even present right now, right? So your future family, your future career, your legacy to this world. That's all accountable right now. I always go back to awareness, right? We, we play around in Awaken, um, just like the, the song by Charlie Gambino, Stay Woke. It is true. Part of staying woke is being aware. The more you're aware of yourself, of your surroundings, the more you can feel happy, the more you can contribute to this world and just leave a legacy. And in my case, my personal story, I've been accountable for my family. I think that's that's been my biggest accountability as well. A lot of the times, they don't even realize how much accountable I hold myself to uh, towards them, but I know it, right? So when I moved here to the U.S., put myself out there, had to learn English, had to figure out how to get into college, move here without no family, no friends, nothing. I didn't even know what the college campus was going to look like, and I just came. And all the challenges that came after that, there was one reason. And it was because I knew I was improving my family's lives. Even though this has been like four years prior, I knew every single action along the way was changing my family's lives. I knew it. So every day I just tried to be my best. Why? Because my mission was to help my family. So I was being accountable to that. So I was using that to my advantage. So accountability isn't an option because we can't do it alone. Meaning that we must inspire others to come along and enjoy the ride. So we got to make sure that our actions are actually affecting other people in our lives in a positive way. Unless you're a Buddhist monk and you know you're you're out, you know, hanging by the mountains and doing it all on your own and your actions aren't affecting anyone else, um, you're going to have to have a team around you that is also supporting you. I mean, that is only going to happen if they feel inspired around you. If your actions are are leading them to do the the things that they want to do but are also fulfilling, helping you reach your goals as well. Think about the most successful people in the world. Oprah Winfrey, Nelson Mandela, Martha Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, all of them, all the leaders. Do you really think they could have done anything by themselves? If you have a mission and it's really going to cause an impact on this world, to be a leader, you're going to need to have people around you. So accountability is not an option. And that's great, Leo. I mean, it, it has a physical, it has a material basis. 
Nothing is separate in this world. Separation is the biggest illusion. When you look back into the physics laws, Newton, the third law of Newton says that every action has a reaction, correct? And you can observe that everywhere. Accountability is not this abstract thing. It has a real and physical basis. Your actions speak so loud that your words I cannot hear. It really is about, so you know the saying, what comes around goes around. And that's probably why we chose the song subliminally, which is pretty funny. But that's what it's really all about. You, you, you're accountable because you want to be the best for other people. But in return, they do great things and they affect you in a positive light as well. And the same thing occurs if you don't, right? You affect other people negatively, and then when you least expect it, circumstances happen, and somehow you're affected negatively by them. So they say, when you're not accountable to anyone, you are a danger to yourself. <laughs>